Good morning, everyone. Good to see you. Good to see Paul. Lord, I pray you bless Paul today in a way that he hasn't even, he's known a lot actually, but <laughs> more than that, beyond even his understanding this morning. I know that people are in different places and different spots in the journey, different spots, different moods this morning. There's a lot of different things going on. I wonder, like, when the Israelites were at the wall of Jericho and they're wandering around the wall. You remember that story? <laughs> Brent, you remember that? It's a, it's a famous one. We learned about it in Sunday school. But as they're walking around the walls of Jericho, I wonder what was going on in their minds. I think about that kind of stuff. Like, were they like, come on now. I bet you there was. There's probably people like, what are we doing here? There's probably people that are like, okay, I'll just do what they tell me to do. And there's probably people that said, yeah, I know this is doing something. They're all at different stages. But there was something that God was doing them. It was unifying them as one. As one body. And no matter what stages they were at, the, the pinnacle time, the time that everything kind of broke... <laughs> He took that time to bring them all together as one body. And so maybe this morning it's like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe you're like, okay, I'll just do what they tell me to do. Maybe you're like, I know what we're doing and I know where we're going. God's heart is still that we would be one, that we would be unified, that we would be able to come together and no matter what stage we're at and come before him and worship. And if it's that simple, well, great. <laughs> I'm sure there's lots of other things in there, but for me right now, just being unified in one body, just being here with everyone else, and we get to come and do this, well, that's good. And so this morning, regardless of what happens, I don't know what's going to happen. We don't plan these out very well. But wherever the Spirit moves, can we this morning say, okay, at least we're here together and we're going to worship God together. And if we do that and we open our hearts that way, I think He'll move. Just like He did that day around Jericho. The hearts turned and God's power was made evident for everyone to see. So I just want to pray this morning for us that no matter what place I'm at right now, no matter what stage you feel like you're at, where it's, I don't know what's going on, I'll just do what they tell me, or it's like, yeah, you know, it doesn't matter. Just that you this morning would connect with the Spirit of God. That's the end of the day all I care about, that you would make that connection that I would make that connection, that the people up here would make that connection, that everyone out there would make that connection, from young to old and old to young, that we would make a connection with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords right here, in this place this morning. And so why don't we stand to our feet? Just position your heart right now and say, Lord, 
You know where I'm at. I know where I'm at. But I still love you, and I want to make that connection with you this morning. Lord, I pray for your spirit to move now and the doors to open and that that sweet, beautiful fragrance that you deliver would start to fill this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's worship the Lord together as one. Scripture says that with your heart you believe, yet with your mouth you make confession of that belief. And so I want to encourage you right now that just start to speak the things that your heart believes about God. Just so you don't have to like shout it or anything. If you want to shout, that's fine, but just speak it. God, you're worthy. You're worthy of all the praise and all the adoration of the earth. All creation cries your name because you're worthy. Whatever your heart believes right now, just speak it where you are. This is a form of unity because we're just making declaration of the worthiness of God in this place. And the atmosphere can change because there's so much faith in the room that people would speak what they believe in their hearts. Even if there's scripture coming to your mind right now, which there probably is, just start saying the scripture out loud. Keep using your mouth. Say a little bit more. Now let's sing worthy. Now just say another scripture or a word that you hear and what we're doing right now is just training ourselves to worship. <laughs> See, God's given us a brain and lungs and a heart. And all these things come to recollection. And we can just speak them. And it, the atmosphere changes. God, I say that though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I say your light is brighter than the noonday. I say that your glory shines brighter than the heavens. And that when you arise, your light comes and illuminates the earth. Oh, what words, God. Give us more words to, to describe your perfectness, your beauty, your... Ah. Oh. There's so many. God, I pray that the overflow of this life would just start to take place. All the promises you've spoken into our hearts, all the gifts and the abilities that you've given to your children, that it would just be an overflow of our hearts from our mouths to our hands into the world. Bless your name. Say your favorite scripture right now. Say the one that is your favorite that you hold on to. Just say it to the Lord. Just say your favorite one over and over. Say the one that you remember the most. The Lord 
The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. And my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. What is worship? What is this that we're doing right now? Is it just another gimmick that we come to week after week? Or is this the actual lifestyle? Is this what fuels us? Is this what causes us to go forward? Is this what causes us to draw from that life of heaven? And without getting too technical, just at the bottom, the grassroots, there's a communication that's taking place. There's a communication between earth here, where we are, where you are right now, and heaven, where God is. And what we'll discover if you actually start to use the words, if you start to use what God has given you and speak it out and declare it out and believe it in your heart, what we will discover is that God and His presence is a lot closer than we initially thought. What we'll start to see is that He's right here in the midst of us right now. And the scripture talking about being around his throne and in his throne room, what we can see is that it's happening right now in our midst and we can participate with that. And so when David writes this psalm in Psalm 23, he was one of the ones that knew what worship was and what it was meant to do. You see, David had many people that sought after his life that wanted him dead. The leaders of the land wanted him dead. Yet he said, I will fear no evil. Why? He had every right to fear it. He had every right to hide and try to protect his life. But David understood something. He understood that no matter where I am, if this is my heart, God is with me. And he will not forsake me. And he will not leave me out to dry. He knew, he believed, and he spoke it. We're going to worship for a couple more minutes, but I want you to stand again. <laughs> because I want something to set in our hearts today. I don't want to leave here the same as I was when I came in. 
And I don't want you to leave here the same as you were when you came in. There can be a faith that is established in you this morning. Start singing this. He will never leave me. You never leave me alone. I feel a need to encourage you right now. In the uniqueness that each of you carry. But also the unity that you're meant to come into as well. You see, God creates individuals on the earth. And you can tell that because you can look at your fingerprints and you realize that even identical twins have different fingerprints. And so there is something that God has done in you that is unique and truly yours. No one else possesses what he's done in you. Yet in the same breath, I have to say that all of those pieces that God has created is meant to function as one machine. Is meant to function as one body. Is meant to come into alignment and unity with one another. Pure, and this is how God works, pure uniqueness and individuality and an amazing ability of unity. The disconnect there is what we struggle with in church. How can I be who I am and then do whatever they tell me to do? See, God wants you to be whoever you're supposed to be. <laughs> more than anybody else could tell you that. Even more than you believe that, he wants that for you. But the way he reveals it is when he puts you in the place of where you're meant to function. Of where you're meant to actually impact the world around you. And so there's something that God is bringing us through in this season. He's going to raise us up in an amazing way that we can see each other's strengths. But it's going to unify us in a way that we never thought was possible. And so I need to encourage you today with this, that I know that sometimes even the worship here doesn't make sense to you. I know sometimes... You want one style of worship and you wish it was another way. There's different sides of the coin. Sometimes we're very intercessory and people are crying and yelling and we're like, I don't know what that means. And sometimes we sing songs and you're like, I don't know what that means. I just want to do this. See, we're all unique. But God has an ability to bring us all together and I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't know how to do that. I wish I could just tell you that it's just going to be like magically happen. But there's something about faith that we need to realize. That if we were to look around right now and if we agree or don't agree with different views or philosophies about things, at the end of the day, we have to boil it down and say, okay, I love Jesus and you love Jesus. So we're going to the same place. But God, we need that oil that flows from heaven to unify us together. Because we can do so much more if we're unified than even if just like single ones were to do their thing out in the world. We can do so much more together. And so this morning, I, I feel that in worship, 
that as we were saying verses, as you were saying your words, as you were saying your favorite scripture, it sounded different than the person next to you. Maybe even husbands and wives have different verses. But the unity of the heart of it is what the power is. God says he blesses that. And so I encourage you today in your individuality and how you see God and how God relates to you. And I bless that in you. But I also say, don't hide it anymore. We need to see it so that we can unify around it and allow it to flourish how God meant it to flourish. There's certain fish, and I used to have lots of fish. And there's certain fish that just do not, do not do well alone. And then there's certain ones that do great alone. <laughs> so you could probably know which one you are. I'm the single fish or I'm the fish that needs lots of other fishes. <laughs> See, God is so big that both make sense to him. And he can unify us in a way that won't overwhelm us, won't scare us. Maybe it'll stretch us. but in a way that he can actually get done what he wants done on the earth. And if you would give your heart to that this morning, if you would say, you know what? I lay down like my preferences. I lay down my opinions. I lay down how I think it should go or not go. And I just come here to say, God, you are worthy. You are holy. I love these people you placed around me. I love that you placed me here. And by that omission of faith, that step of faith, God can move. Just feeling the heart of the Lord. Kind of overwhelmed by it. So just imagine for a moment um, as God was creating you, that your hand was held out towards him like this. And imagine him taking all that he is and, and burning it in to your thumbprint. And so every time that you, you look at your thumbprint, you see God. When, when I look at each and every one of you in this room, I see the imprint of God in you. When, when I am searching for a revelation of who God is, I look at you and I see an aspect of his, his creation, an aspect of his character. And uh, what, I'm, what I'm feeling most in this room right now is the heart of God to speak into your identity where you have downplayed who you are can I just remind you that the imprint of God is on your life the DNA of God is inside of you when when you sing out worship to God that comes from your DNA and it goes forth into the atmosphere and it shifts everything so when you come into this room you bring the life and the light 
and the heart of Christ with you. When we come together, we combine the sound of Jesus and it creates the heart of God in this place. And I just, I just feel really compelled right now to pray a prayer of healing over you where you have cursed your identity, where you have abhorred your DNA because of what you would look at, where you have seen with the eyes of man when you should have seen with the eyes of the spirit. So I'm going to pray for you today that you would be healed and you would know your identity in Jesus Christ. So in the name of Jesus Christ, I speak healing over you. I speak healing over your hearts. I speak healing over your minds. I speak healing over your bodies where you feel that your DNA is broken, where you feel that you are flawed. I break that lie in the name of Jesus Christ and I call forth the DNA of God over you right now. I call it out of you. I call it forth. I call it to completion. I declare that the eyes of your spirit may be open today and you may see the DNA of God that is on you and in you. That when you look at yourself, you would not see yourself in your flaws, but you would see God, God, holy, completely God. That you would see the light of Jesus Christ, that you would see the power that is in you, that you would see the beauty of God in you, that you would know that you are set free by the blood of the Lamb and that His DNA is in you, that every time you speak, you speak life, that you speak freedom, that you speak healing and wholeness. Every time you walk the streets, you bring forth the healing of God. Every time that you come to your friends and you lift them up, you lift up the name of Jesus. Every time that you go to work and you speak out, you speak out the life of God. I say today that we are a people that are whole and well and that when we come together we bring the sound of the Lord, we bring the DNA of the Lord in this place and we will not abhor what God has created. We will not curse what God has created and we say Lord forgive us for where we have done that for where we have cursed this creation where we have looked at this thumbprint, this imprint of you and we've said it's not good enough, it's not lovely enough, it's not enough we say that you are enough Lord, you are enough in us. In this place, you are whole. You are our creation, Lord. You have created us, and you have made us whole and well and good. I call you forth in the name of Jesus Christ. I speak to your DNA, and I say, come alive right now. I speak to it, and I say, come alive right now. I speak to your DNA, and I say, come alive. I speak to your DNA, and I say, come alive. Come alive. Come alive. Come alive. Holy Spirit, I pray that faith would arise in this people. Faith to move mountains. Faith to touch heaven. Faith to press through the crowd and touch the hem of your robe. Faith that would shake things around them. I'll prophesy into you right now and say that this faith is about to allow you to touch realms that you have not touched before. And I don't just mean things like here. I mean things that God has placed in your heart that maybe you've held as a young child or a young adult 
something that you've let go. This faith is about to allow you to reach out your hand and touch these things once again. The Lord says that I'm about to release my spirit in a way that is going to cause flowers to bloom in the desert. It's going to cause things to grow that you thought were dead. Things that have been laid down about to be picked back up and flowing high once again. Tattered flags that have been long stored away being made new and raised once more. This is the day of the Spirit of the Lord. And he says that I will reign on a dry and weary land. I will bring my water on a dry and weary land. And it will be because of the faith of the people. The faith of the people on earth that release these things. And so the Lord wants you to know this morning. That if you would walk and step out of the boat, he will allow you to walk on the water. Now is the time. This is for us as individuals. But do you see Melody dancing? She's not just dancing for herself. She's dancing for her family. She's dancing for her people. There's an identity issue. You know that soon as Jen started that, the first thing I said is, oh yeah, Derek's identity. Now there's a rotten topic because that's been thrown out so long ago. And immediately she said, I know that you're saying that your identity is nothing. And so why is that in a people group? Why is that in a family? Why is that in an individual? This morning, let's grab a hold of this. This whole I suck thing that's in my spirit, in our people, in our nation. Let's just, let's just grab a hold of something the Lord is offering this morning. If you want to come up to the front, don't worry. Melody's not going to hit you while she's dancing. There's lots of room up here. You don't need a tag or anything. You can just come up here and grab onto something that God's offering us today. Because this could be, you look at your children and you say, my children are so overwhelmed with how much they suck. You could break that off of your children this morning. You could, you could whoa, take them into a whole new freedom in their identity. And so, Lord, we just, we just launch out in this this morning. We just move forward in this this morning. We grab a hold of what you were offering us this morning. And we grab it to ourselves. And we grab it to our families. And we grab it to our people group. And we say, this will be ours. Just come. And again, if, if you struggle with that right now, if you struggle with that identity, I want... Jen's actually going to come and pray for you. Even if your family, and you know your family struggles with identity issue, that thing like, ah, come and stand in for them. If you're feeling right now, and I know I've struggled with this lots, that like, oh, my gifts, the things that I feel I'm good at, it doesn't seem like it fits in the church. It doesn't seem like it fits here at all. It doesn't seem like it lines up with what's going on. I had to go through a long time of trying to break through that. And I can say now that I can see it. I can see how it lines up. And so it is possible. Maybe you have a 
love and a desire for something that, you know, it's like, oh, this is silly. No, God's put it. Maybe you have a desire to like, you love baking. You love to bake. <laughs> you love to do it. And you're like, how does this possibly fit inside of this place? I'm telling you it does. I can't tell you how yet, but I know it does. Maybe you love being a tremendous host. And you love having people over and preparing things for them. And you're like, I don't know how to do that here, though. I'm telling you, it fits. I'm going to speak to the artists in the room right now. The ones that see it differently. The ones that see things in a different light, in a different way. It's like everyone else sees it one way, but you see it a completely other way. I want to speak to you right now because I know what that feels like. I know what that's like. It's so easy to feel alone and lost and outside. But I'm telling you, God has given you that vision for a reason. It's meant to be inside of the body of Christ. And it's meant to be used and utilized right here, right now. Again, I don't know how yet. I'm still trying to figure out how to use the things I'm good at here right now. But I'm telling you, there's a grace and a mercy and a season that he's going to show us. Oh, be encouraged this morning. I don't want anyone leaving and feel like, oh, I feel worse than when I came. So before Derek came up, I saw this group of uh, ships that were icebreakers, and they were all sitting around this ice cap waiting for somebody else to go through and break this ice. And God had said, I've created these ships specifically for that purpose, but they don't realize who they are. When Derek came up, I realized if we don't know who we are, we'll never figure out what we're created for. Identity is needed so that we know who we are and so that we know what we're made for. And a lot of us have been called to go out and start new things and to be breakthrough people, to go and initiate something different, something new, something that hasn't been done before. We're sitting around waiting for other people to do it. And I just saw that as identity comes, we'll be like these icebreakers that go out and start to break the ice so these other people, these other ships can go through and get through to their identity. So I just release and declare, Lord, that you will show us who we are, who you've made us to be, that each of us are unique and special, but that we do have a calling. And I just release identity into this room and declare it to be so that we will know who we are and whose we are and that we will realize our purpose through identity. Sometimes we, uh, we kind of we look at ourselves and we look at the, the specific kinds of gifts or the things that we think we don't have as a gift and we see somebody else who has it we said but I can't do that I, you know they, they've got something that they're doing that's that, that's not something I could ever do or, or whatever and again we disqualify but the, the picture that God gives us in the Bible is always a body you know we call this the body for a reason and I got to tell you right now that every part of the body is actually doing a fundamentally important service you know the, 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 the little hairs, you know, that you have inside. Ask a celiac, a person with celiac disease how important those tiny little cilia are. They're very important to the functioning of the body. They're not seen, they're internal, but they're critically important. And we can never disqualify ourselves because we're a body together. So, so sure, there's somebody out there who's the, you know, the freckle on the front of the face. Fair enough. And everybody sees them, whatever. But it's not a more important part. The body doesn't function without every part. And so, again, we have to recognize, even when we don't know what our part is, every part is so critically 
important. And that's why our identity in Christ is also our identity in the body of Christ. So you don't have to be that, you know, that one who's going to be in the stadium with hundreds of thousands getting saved. On the other hand, if that's you, I'm here to support you. Okay? But if it's not, that's great because every part, every part has to function in order for the body to be healthy. And so our identity doesn't have to be something that's going to be up in light somewhere for everybody to see. Do you know your outer surface of your body is only a tiny little part and the parts we don't cover up is like, you know, 3% of the whole. So the rest of it are the pieces that make it all work. The thing we have to remember is that as long as we're being true with God, what God is speaking with us and doing that, that is the height and the beauty of his calling. If you're called to be like an amazing world-renowned preacher or if you're called to sweep up <laughs> in a school somewhere, we look at those and we try to like paint, oh, that's better than that. And I'm saying that's not true. Yeah, that's right. Obedience is what matters. If God has said this is what you do, then that's the height of what you do. Don't be discouraged if you think, oh, oh, I wish it was bigger. Just let God do his work in you. And just keep saying yes. See what happens. Who's not been prayed for yet here? And so Di's going to come, and she's got something planned. I don't know what. So here's Di. Jim was just saying, and Di's been to everyone. You know what? And I've got to tell you, this is a bit of a redemption story. Um, when we first did Ladies Retreat, I was on staff at the Alliance Church down the street, and I had some connections here, some desire connections here. Anyway, do you guys know that I waited nine years for him? But anyway... I've told that story too many times. Okay. Anyway, so I was at the Alliance Church, and they asked me uh, to lead worship at the First Ladies Retreat. And so I went from there and went over to the, and spent the weekend with the girls, and unbelievable things happened in me and in us as a family there. And then a couple years later, I came over here. I was swept away by Kenner, and then he still sweeps me. Okay, so distraction. And so... Um, but I want to tell you something. Uh, Jesse has been saying, and different people have been saying, 2017 is a year of things long awaited for coming to be. And to be honest with you, I mean, not that I wouldn't be honest, but if I was honest, I would say that I um, would not trade this family for anything in the world. But part of my heart has longed for my Alliance family. I've missed them. I miss what they carry. I miss who they are. I miss some of the, um, just there's a lot of memories, maybe soul missing, but also in my spirit, a longing, a longing, longing to connect. And suddenly, and I can say suddenly, there has been connection after connection after connection after connection. And so I've actually been, like they, these girls call it mentoring, but I don't know what I call it. I get to be with these worship leaders from Stony Alliance and Spruce Grove Alliance. 
and I'm working with them, and I'm training with them, and I'm giving them what I have, and they're so teachable, and they're grabbing it. And so a couple weekends ago, I went to the Stony Plain Alliance Ladies Retreat, and uh, there's just been open doors, unbelievable, with my Alliance family. And I, I also want to just honor my parents today. Um, uh, Ken and I really felt to... Um, of course, they've, if you don't know, both of them have passed away now. My mom passed away a year and a half ago, and uh, they, they, they were extremely generous in life and in death and gave us a beautiful inheritance way beyond, I mean, they gave money, but way beyond they've given us so much. And so uh, we felt to buy a piano for the fellowship hall, um, so that that can be another place where worship continues to happen. Where um, And it's interesting, you get on that piano. Lindsay said that, Nikki said that different ones. I love playing this thing. There's something about, um, because we anointed it for that purpose. So I just want uh, you to know that there's nothing in what Ken and I have done. It's something we've been given. And so we give and we sow into this body. And I, the Lord keeps reminding me of that scripture that says, Give and it shall be given to you. Press down shaken together, running over, right into your bosom, it says. So I'm like, Ooh, okay, like, like that's going to come. And, uh, and to the measure you give, it will be given to you. But I believe that as you, even this morning, I actually, when I've been praying about this morning, I saw what just happened. I saw, I thought it would be, oh, maybe at the end we'll do what just happened here. But how much better just out of worship that this just happened. So that is an amazing thing of what God is doing in us and through us. And so I'm believing and knowing that as a spiritual principle, what you lack, if you give it away, it'll come back. There is something that is powerful about that. There's something about, I need healing. I'm not doing well. Go pray for someone for healing. I'm lonely. I'm, I, I feel like I have no friends. Go be a friend. I don't have money, give away money. That's a hard one, but give away money. I have, um, I have a headache or I have something physical going on with me. You go and we give away what we need. We give away what we need. I'm sad. You go and give away joy and let it come back and flow into you. And even right now, God, I'm just going to pray um, into um, the Stony Plain Alliance and Spruce Grove Alliance right now. I just extend my faith into them. Everything I've been given, everything I've been given by your spirit, I pour out to them even right now. I just pour it out. I 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 pour it out in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We may say silver and gold we don't have, but what we have, we give. In the name of Jesus, as churches, Spruce Grove Alliance, Stony Plain Alliance, rise up and walk. Rise up and walk in this time. Rise up and walk. Rise up and walk out of the ashes. Rise up and walk. Rise up and walk out of these ashes. Rise up and walk. We speak courage over you today, courage and peace and the joy of the Lord to be your strength. They are tired. At Stony Plain, they are tired. They're very, very tired. Can you imagine losing your building every week? They're having to go to, to Living Water School, which is so amazing. They're actually in Spruce Grove, which is interesting. But they are here and have to set up every morning. 
however, 500 chairs and have to do all their things and all, they're just tired from the weariness of it all. So we speak the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord, the joy, the joy, the joy, the joy of the Lord to be their strength today in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. I have a couple of girls that are going to come and just give testimony to, they, I find with both of these girls are going to share um, they happen to be sister-in-laws, go figure, but they were the ones that got laid on my heart to share. So um, I felt like they gave what they didn't have maybe or what they longed for. They gave beyond themselves and so much got poured back in. So Dana, why don't you come first and just share with us what God did in you and what he's doing in you. Really, ladies retreat is just an extension of the rest of our lives here. It's just a part of what we are and what we do. And so, um, but God really met us in a powerful way. And I believe even the three days leading up to retreat was a three-day fast called internationally, this Esther fast. And not everyone related to it right away, but all around the world, people were praying. And they were praying for a breakthrough. And we got to receive the reward of that. Yeah, we did our part to push through too, but we also get the amazing reward of others praying for us and praying for breakthrough. So Dana's got some powerful things to share with us and just share from your heart. Be you. Love you. So last weekend was pretty amazing for me. Um, I went to the healing and prayer ministry time Saturday afternoon. And Darlene, Wynn, and Tammy all prayed for me. And I just wanted prayer for just feelings of anxiety and thoughts of just crazy thoughts and bitterness growing in my heart that I could feel and I wanted deliverance from that healing from that so Darlene put her hand on my head and as she put her hand on my head I could just feel like tingling coming out of her hand into my mind and it almost felt like if your foot falls asleep that feeling and it just kind of like I don't know hovered there for about a minute or two um, so that was incredible. And then she prayed the helmet of salvation. And as she put her, kept her hand there, I felt water just pour down my head. So I really feel like God just kind of renewed my mind in that moment supernaturally. It was pretty amazing. And so it didn't end there. And then going into worship that night, um, my mother-in-law prayed. She got up and prayed. And right after she finished um, just making declarations, I just felt the presence of the Holy Spirit come on me so strong. I just started shaking, and right now I'm shaking, but at that point it was not because I was nervous. It was the Holy Spirit, and I was just shaking uncontrollably, and I had never experienced anything like that before, um, and I felt a freedom in worship that I hadn't felt before, and just no self-awareness, no self-consciousness. It was, like, pretty incredible for me, and it was just so wonderful and so enjoyable I didn't want it to end and it just went on for a while like that and and then even just for the rest of the night and the rest of the weekend and even days since I've just been coming into the presence of God in a greater way since um, I really feel like that weekend was um, oh God just he I, I, I'm just going to declare because sometimes you, you have lies that come after that. You're like, no, he didn't do anything. But I just declare that he did actually renew my mind last weekend. And, and he is giving me new thoughts. Um, and he's giving me um, his words instead of the lies of the enemy. 
throughout the rest of my life, like from this day forward, from last weekend forward, I just declare that. And also, I just believe that he's given me a new passion and a new hunger to keep pursuing after him, which I have been praying for. So thank you, God. Amen. Amazing, hey? And when someone shares something like that, I'm grabbing it for me right away because she's part of us. And so if you need that, grab it. I kind of have a different turn on a testimony. Uh, it started before ladies' retreat. We had a few prayer meetings leading up to ladies' retreat to prepare our hearts and stuff. And at one particular prayer meeting, it was a mom's and tots morning, uh, I felt a burden in my heart to pray about unity in our body and intimacy with each other. And I wasn't sure if it was uh, a whole bunch of pregnancy hormones or the Holy Spirit. could be a combination of both, but I, I cried a lot during these prayer meetings. And uh, I just prayed that the barriers in my heart and the things that keep me locked up from being free to be who I am and to love people and to just express emotion will come down. And I also opened up my arms and I invited the people who were in the room at Moms and Tots, but I also, I think it extends to everyone who wasn't there, just like an openness to allow people to come in and to be vulnerable and to be intimate and to allow unity instead of having my guard up all the time. Um, I actually don't like being touched, and I don't like touching, and I have a pretty, like, pretty decent-sized bubble that I live in, and I wasn't aware of it till Davina Mottershed pointed it out. We were talking one Wednesday after a prayer meeting, and she was talking with me and talking and talking and talking, and then all of a sudden she looks up at me, and she's like, we've traveled halfway across the room. I'm like... Ah, I'm like, I know, I, I, mu I guess I, I must just have a bubble that I like. <laughs> You're close. <laughs> and I'm not, very, I'm not very good at expressing my emotions. And my husband often accuses me of being an emotionless zombie. So <laughs> I, do, I, do, <laughs> I do have emotions. They're just internal. <laughs> They're there. They're just hidden. And so I believe God's going to begin unlocking us to, to be free. And I even just feel like shaking off the nerves because I hate, I hate feeling nervous and the butterflies in my stomach. And I'm like, maybe it's the baby moving. I don't know. And I believe that God is going to bring unity to our body. And, and he's starting with the women, but I believe it extends to the men. So... Men's Advance 2017. <laughs> Yay. Nathan will be there. <laughs> Just planting that seed. Um, and how it extended to ladies' retreat, I felt like uh, God put it in my heart and prepared me to go to just to learn to love and to bless others and to keep my mind off myself and my own insecurities and fears and to just be free to love, and I really feel like he honored that in me, and I went and I sang, I, I gave prophetic words, and I uh, even travailed in prayer to open up a way for others to experience the Father's love. That's my testimony.
we've got in incredibly beautiful women <laughs> at this church. Yeah, we really do. We really do. Incredible. And whether you were, would you like to share something? Yeah, I, I thought that was absolutely amazing. And I think it was, um, you can say words, but something's happening where you see, like your words were amazing, but something's happening that we're all watching it happen. It's like you're watching something be peeled off. And that was amazing. And so um, it's like I feel like there's a hangnail or I feel like there's something that's been pulled off just a bit, even in us, as we've watched uh, them unfold that way. So I just, I just want to pray something for us as a body. So, oh, Father, we give you permission to unlock us. We give you permission here in this house as a family to the extent that each of us are able to be, just unfold us a little more. Unfold us to the point that we can. And if there's something that's just about to be taken off, if, if there's some way that, like, if, if grace can release that way and, and do this, um, then, then surely in a moment that can be for any of us. So, Father, as a house, Holy Spirit, we give you permission in the name of Jesus to come and do that work now and as we move forward. Bless you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I agree. There is a, there is a whole new freedom, a whole new attitude. And this is Women's Morning. Time for women to share. It's powerful. I just thought this might be a good time to say that you don't have to worry about who your sons and your daughters are going to marry. The Lord has that in control. Like we, had th we have three sons and a daughter. And you've seen, you've seen some people, not pointing to die, you've seen some people whose children have married and it's brought a lot of strife and complication into the family. But look at the daughter-in-laws that God has given me. Like look at, well, no, don't look at Alex, whatever. <laughs> Hands up if you think he needs to shave. <laughs> That's a majority, Alex. That's a majority. <laughs> but God, God can do that. So I just want to say that to just just encourage your, your faith that you don't have to be in anxiety who are you, over who your children will marry. God can take care of that. I'm a little late, but I wanted to just uh, go back to what Dana said. I thought she was going to share something completely different than what she shared because one of the things that she did for the weekend is uh, she volunteered. Well, I actually asked her, and then she said no, but then she called me back. Uh, she volunteered to do the food uh, with Melody, but one of the things she said is, I always say oh, it'll be too much work, and I just want to make the weekend about me, and I have a baby, and she said there's all these excuses that she could have come up with, but she felt like it was something that, like, you, she's like, It'll, I might be tired. She's like, but you guys are probably tired too. So she goes out of her way to do the food. She had Melody help her. It was so wonderful. But uh, I actually believe that the Lord honored her in her service. Like we were talking about giving. She gave her time. She had a baby there. She went out of herself. And I believe that's not the only reason why God met you, but you extended yourself, Dane, and that was beautiful. Also, Grace made cheesecakes for all the ladies 
she like actually baked us all stuff. And I just feel like God is really uh, calling us to press in to serve one another and to give. And in that place, he pours out in that and he meets us. And so thank you, ladies. But that's what I thought you were going to share. <laughs> I wanted to read you some. I've been falling in love with the word of God. And I wanted to read you some stories, and I'll just sort of, I want to summarize, but then I'll maybe um, just do the last one. But I wanted, um, when Elijah was around, there was this famine and drought in the land. And he came across this little widow lady who was gathering sticks to make her last meal. And he said, hey, can you get me some water? Yeah, I'll get you some water. Right away, she went to get him water. Hey, can you make me some food? Actually, I don't have any food. All I have is a little bit of oil, a little bit of flour. I'm going to make my last meal. And then my, husband, my son and I are going to die. He says, you go home. That oil is not going to run dry. There's something about the oil. There's something about the oil. There's something about the oil that was poured out this morning. There's something about the oil oil, Holy Spirit, there's something about the oil that's not going to run dry. Elisha comes, next generation Elisha comes. Same thing, this woman like, man, we don't have anything. We owe these people all this stuff. In her, she, she was in poverty. She owed people. He goes, you know what? Get every vessel, every vessel, every vessel. Collect from your friends, collect everywhere. Bring all the vessels into your home. They'll all be filled with oil. Every one of them. There's an overflow of oil. There's an overflow of oil. I don't, I can't lean. I'm pretty cool with not leaning my own understanding because it doesn't matter to me. But for those of you that want to lean in, what does this really mean? God's going to show you what he wants to show you in it. But there's something about the oil. Fast forward to Jesus' time when he spoke about the ten virgins who went out for a walk. Five of them had oil. They all had lamps. Five of them only had oil. And the bridegroom's going to come. And they all fall asleep. All of a sudden, he's coming. The bridegroom's coming. Oh, no. We don't have oil. Can you share your oil? We have to use all of our oil. They were stewarding this oil, stewarding and holding on to it and not letting go of it. And they were able to go in with the bridegroom. Oil, 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 oil. There's something in the oil. There's something in the oil. There's something about us being drenched in the oil drenched as a family in the oil, drenched in this community in the oil of God, the oil that changes brains, changes a brain. That oil of the Spirit changed your brain. He changed your thinking completely. That's what he does. Changed, changed everything. Took a grace and said, Grace, I'm going to pour my oil over you, and you're going to get looser. You're going to get looser, and you're going to be able to give yourself oil, Oil that is pouring down. Even in James, it says about pouring that oil. If you're sick, come to the elders. They're going to put oil on you. They're going to put oil on you. It's like, is there some magic? No. The oil of the Spirit. There's something about Holy Spirit that he wants to do, that he is doing. 
Okay, this is what I am already seeing evidence of, but it's coming more and more and more and more. Psalm 133, we know it well, but hear it again, hear it again. Behold, how good and pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. It's like precious oil poured on the head that ran down on the beard. But there's something about this oil pouring down. They had beards like that <laughs> back in the day, pouring down, soaking it over the beard of Aaron, the high priest, that came down upon the collar and his whole garment, consecrating his whole body. This oil, this unity, this oneness. It's Jesus' prayer. Oh, that they would be one as me and the Father are one. That is incredible oneness. That is perfect oneness. So I just speak the oil of the Spirit over you today. I feel like it's, it's like if all of us were little... If all of us were part of that wall, we're all one brick, this oil that just comes, that's way too structured for us to be. But I mean, just for example, but all, in all the grooves, oil joining us together, oil, oil, oil in every little crack, nothing left, nothing left, no holes left, oil oozing into every part. I look at my friend Jackie and oh, how she belongs with us, how, how a part of us she is. And she hasn't experienced this kind of family before. And here she is. And the oil of the Spirit joins my heart with hers. And I love her so much. I love her so much. We've had journeys that are completely different from each other in completely different places. But the oil of the Spirit joins us in and sticks us together. And even uh, Grace saying, I don't want to be touched. I don't like being touched. But the oil just coming together. And I just speak that new relationship over my new friend that I met. I love that you're here. I love that you're here in this family. And I love that you come, even on your own. I just love that you come. And I just believe there's something of that that the world will see and the community will see. And they will know, and they will know love, and they will know beauty. And that's all I really wanted to say. I just wanted to bless. Thank you, Jen, for this morning. Thank you for your faith and just that oil that actually brings alignment into us is incredible. We are in for something. We are already in it. But it's, it is getting greater and greater and greater and greater. And I just want to be available. On Saturday night at retreat, um, it was a very difficult night for me because the Lord hit me with the fear of the Lord and with the awareness of him, and I couldn't stand up. So we didn't open the meeting with any conversation. We didn't say, oh, come and join us. Let's have an opening song. There was no opening song. There was just, God, we long for you. And people were talking in the room and, and you know, laughing and all sorts of things, and then the, this, a few people just started praying. And it wasn't that their sound got louder, and, but just all of a sudden, the atmosphere started to change, and people just started to come, started to come around, started to come around. No introduction, just right in. And I feel like as we walk into different settings in wherever we are, 
that this atmosphere of the oil of God, people see it. They see a glow. They see a, a countenance that's different. And they just come and they want to be around it. And atmospheres change. We didn't have to say a thing. Atmospheres just change. And I feel like we're coming into that. And I want it, God. I want it. I want all that you have. I want all that you have. And so we just bless you. Actually, Jackie had come up a few times this morning and talked about the oil. Uh, <laughs> it's easy to like, kind of like play the church part. I don't think that's what God's after, though. Well, you, sh- you heard people share this morning, and you felt something. It's, it's different. It's, there's a reality that comes in a way that you can't really just make up. You can't just kind of like say, oh, just do that. It's something that actually changes, and you're like, whoa, I recognize that change. That's where God is bringing us. He's going to bring us into this place where nobody can come into this presence, his presence, without being changed. The way that you know that God's presence is somewhere is that you change. (laughs) When you see me, this is what God says, when you see me, you'll be like me. Like, well, I don't know if I can do that. We just need to see. And every time someone sees an aspect of him, they change. And so that is where God is bringing his people in this day. I mean, he's been doing that for thousands of years. But what happens is, is that we try to um, play that part and make it up along the way. We know that God isn't interested in that. We've known that for a long time. I'm telling you, be prepared to be changed because he's going to do something in us and it's going to be infectious. When you heard Dana and Grace share, like it's infecting. Like it actually, you're like, oh yeah, I want, to, I want that too. I'm telling you, that change, that thing, why do you think that, you know, like presidents can say like, oh, we want change and hope. And hope and change. And it works. And people like buy it. It's because it's what we all want. (laughs) But God has something that's way more pure. And that is what's coming. So all the things, all the struggles that you feel, all the times that you feel like, ah, it's not really connecting, it's not piecing together. I just want to bless the leadership of this house. Um, There is... Like Saturday night, we watched Diane soar like I've never seen her soar before. I thought she was going to fall off that stool. I think she was hanging on the piano at certain times. And then she, then with, with what God had given her such a hunger in her heart, he gives us that hunger so he can answer it. The harder the cry, the more he wants to answer. So he increases the cry in us so he can answer that's the goodness of God. And, and I've seen Diane here and Jen also uh, when they, they both said that, that they were saying, what about the ladies? What about the ladies? And the Lord spoke to them both the same thing because they both came up separately and said the same thing. And the Lord spoke, just close your eyes and seek me. Just close your eyes and press into me. And, and it was, I just want to encourage the leadership in that, in this house. You just rise up. You just rise up and you lift the ceiling higher.
Uh, what, what, I just uh, because I know sometimes uh, with a, a mama and a papa in the spirit, you carry things that kind of weigh you down you shouldn't be carrying and the Lord wants to just release you further I just bless that in you to release the leadership further that they can be soar higher to and uh, um it was Matt that was talking about the icebreakers this morning and and I just want to bless that in our leadership as well and and those in the congregation as well I know that there are different icebreakers in the congregation as well and, and for the rest to just follow, just it makes it easier for the rest to just come in and come up higher. And uh, <clears throat> she opened a, a porthole, a sound, and it opened a porthole. And, uh, and it, it caused everyone's hearts. I watched the ladies, they were just lifted into this porthole. And I just want to bless that in you, Diane, and bless that in you, Ken, and Jesse, and Ben, and the worship leaders, I just pray that blessing in Jenna, in the, in the worship team, just increase that in them, Lord, so that they can be lifted higher to make a way for everyone else to come up higher, to lift the ceiling, the spiritual ceiling in this house higher. Okay, so when Di said oil, I, I saw God saying, here's where the oil's going to flow, and he started showing me different areas. Uh, oil, so I'll tell you what I see. I see that oil flowing in our families, not just this church family, but in our immediate families, where there was rubbing, where there was friction, where there was things that didn't work, where it seemed like you just couldn't connect. I see that oil just coming in, and all of a sudden, interfacing is easier, not by anything we've done. I see oil in our businesses where there's been cracks and I see two cinder blocks that are just gnarly is the actual word and they're just rubbing against each other. I see oil flowing between, between those cracks and I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, I'm doing it now. As Dai was declaring it, I see that it's not, I'm, I don't even have to speak it out. I actually just have to affirm and we can come in faith together. I mean, God's going to do what he's going to do. If God says I'm going to do this in a season, he is. It's actually up to us to acknowledge and see it for what it is. And so I see oil in businesses. And then, and then as he was taking me along that, I saw somebody's knees. I actually, I, I could draw it for you right now, but I saw someone's knee joint rubbing and hurting and having friction. So by faith, I'm going to say somebody in here actually has a knee joint that needs oil. And so, is there somebody here that has that? Is there somebody in their knee that has, um, come on up. And so as a body here, guys, I just have a ton of faith because as, so anybody with that knee joint. So I saw a picture of the knee going this way, the caps, and then something about it being out of place. Again, something about uh, the pain of the friction. And so here's the cool thing, guys. This is the really cool thing. Um, like I said, if, uh, if God's showing it and he's declaring that the oil is there, um, here's the joy. This may not even happen in the moment. This may happen in the moment. Irrelevant. The Father says he's going to heal your knee in the name of Jesus. I have tons of faith for that, if you can believe that. There is actually nothing that I can do to make that happen for you, except for the fact that I've seen it. Dai has spoken that there's oil. So, Father, 
we declare that your oil, your healing balm, that the Holy Spirit is going to come and flow through this knee joint in the name of Jesus. And we declare that there is absolute healing over every single body here because the name of the Lord is great and it is the Father's great pleasure and great joy to heal. Also, for some reason, uh, Paul, I keep seeing you. So I don't even know what to pray over you, but could you stand for a second? So I, I declare, guys, let's just come over Paul here. And you don't have to physically get up, but just believe with me. For some reason, the Holy Spirit is just putting the spotlight for me on Paul. So I declare, I see like electrical wires coming together in you, Paul, right now. I see, I see connections that weren't there, that weren't firing. I see them coming together. So I declare that the Lord is doing a great work in you right now. And that he actually, Paul, the word of the Lord is that he's been healing you. So, so that's actually the truth of it. That you've, you've been spoken there's healing. It just doesn't look like it. But he's saying to you, Continue that hope because I am healing you and I'm baking you in that oven and when it's time to come out, it's going to be perfect. So we declare and agree the already done healing work of God in Paul's body and Lord, we give you glory. Let it be so. Everybody says amen. Do we believe that? Awesome. Cool. Thank you very much. You guys are amazing. Seriously. God's doing a great work. And so I'm excited to see what he uncovers and what he releases and where we can go. I, have, I can imagine a lot. So bless you.